Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to the Successful Mentalist podcast. This is episode goodness knows how many now. It's been a really long time. Of course, my name is Ashley Green and as always, I'm joined by the fantastic co-host. Let's give him another cool intro. It is Aidan O'Sullivan. Every time. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. There we go. But Aiden, today we are going to be talking about something really interesting. You know, I suppose we're going to be talking about the work behind the magic. You know, we're in this industry called show business and a lot of people say that business is a bigger word. So you've got to really focus on your business because it's a more important thing. That's what's going to get you the work. And if you want to actually make it in the entertainment industry, if you want to actually get there, if you want to be any good, getting the right gigs at the right price, the gigs that you actually want, you've got to put in the hard work. You've got to put in the grind and you've got to put in the hustle. It's common advice that we all know, right? Aiden, what would you say about that advice? I would say that it is highly misleading. It came from a position of misunderstanding and everybody who leans in and follows that kind of advice is deluding themselves into a path of just self-chaos. Well, there we go, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you learned a lot. Essentially, you're all going to descend into a path of chaos, horribleness and just a state of mind where you're like, Jesus Christ, it never ends. OK, Adam, can you explain this answer? Why, why do you think this? And secondly, why do I also agree with you? Because I have for a while now. Yeah, so this is something that was uh, really, really interesting. The whole hustle culture and, and and you should be doing, always doing something, always switched on, is actually something, uh, really, it's been around for quite a while, but when Gary Vaynerchuk actually said this back in 2009, he, he mentioned this idea and, and used the word hustle. And he used it in the context of actually being, like, have, having that, hunger to actually go and do what it is that you you want to do and actually being prepared to do the work to get to that point but that's kind of been scaled out of proportion to the point that hustle now doesn't mean chase the one thing that you're after it means you should always be chasing something always doing things being busy being busy and always grinding your way around doing everything and now we're living in a world where we can most definitely work smarter rather than we can actually work harder it's an ethos that we've got actually it's not only to work faster and smarter but doing that instead of working harder it's the most important thing and um when i was recently in a call with uh, gary he was actually talking about this principle when he said it way back in 2009 and and even he admits that it led to things and led to conversations that wasn't his original understanding of his original beliefs or even since his his mindset has changed and when we say this in the context of of magic like at the, at the same time you gave the great example of it's show business business is the bigger word but technically we could also argue that we are in the entertainment business and in which case entertainment is the bigger word and that's where the priority should be 
But the thing we really, 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 really believe in is that you don't have to hustle to have an entertainment career. Yeah. And it's not that we don't have to hustle. It's that we actually don't have to hustle to have a thriving entertainment career. You can be as busy as anything, earning the exact amount of money that you want, more than you actually uh, need in that sense. You can actually do all of this in a really easy way. And hopefully in this episode, we're actually going to look at a couple of reasons why, uh, where this all sort of comes from, where this all slots in. And then maybe towards the back end of this, actually, it might be actually good to start giving a couple of really short, sweet, simple approaches or ideas that people can actually apply to stop hustling and, and stop being busy, being busy or, or always doing this stuff. But but let's get started straight away. And what do we actually mean by this hustling? Because we're saying it blanket terms here. Well, do you want me to give you uh, an example here? And, and sorry to cut you off, but it just, just came straight to mind. Remember uh, about a year ago now, very, very early doors lockdown, when the world changed in the UK for what we thought was going to be chaos. I remember saying to you, ah, I've just done like 16, 17 hours of work today. It's been insane. And I was, in quotation marks, hustling, working very, very hard to try and sell these free shows and £30 shows. And I was constantly doing the shows, trying to prospect, trying to market, trying to trying to find new ways of getting new people in, like trying to explore different avenues, prospect on Instagram, outreach, and I was always messaging, 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 chatting, 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 trying to work on different aspects of the show, trying to work on my website, trying to research different projects, and it was like, go, 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 constant, constant, constant. And I didn't have any time for me. I didn't actually have any time to focus on what was useful. And the interesting thing there is... That a lot of people think, and they are still going to be thinking, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, but you did well, you did the shows, you got you got what you want. Yeah, but if I learnt some of the tips which we're going to share kind of at the back end of this episode, I would have had exactly that and more without faffing and just putting in all this work over the place and, in essence, wasting my time. I had no idea in that moment what I was supposed to be focusing on, so I was trying to focus on absolutely doing everything in one go. And what was the actual payoff when you think about it, Adam? Because I was putting in a lot of work. Do you remember what happened? I got, what, quite a few shows at a price point of £30 where did that lead me? The the the, uh, the truth being, I, I, I don't actually think it led you anywhere. No, it didn't. All that time was a waste of time. I, I was working on something which I was like, yeah, this is great, this is great, this is going to go somewhere. And then the moment that we started learning more about business, mindfulness, how to operate, you know, we, we started having chats with, like, some incredible people from, like, Elon Musk's mum to sitting in with, like, Gary. Like, this is literally insane. And hearing the insights into their mind, I reduced the amount that I worked on my entertainment career. It scaled massively. I now charge four figures. I charge massive, stupid amounts of money that I never thought I would charge for a silly 40-minute magic show online. And the reality is, Adam, the amount of work that I put into my entertainment career now, what, an hour a week? Excluding performance, just an hour a week dealing with the other stuff. Might be the odd email here and there, just hopping on a little meeting. That's it. Realistically, an hour. And I get more now out of it. 
I'm happier with the work I do. I get better gigs with what I do at higher paying money. In reality, you could say, I'm hustling better, even though I'm only putting in an hour a week. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting conversation to, to be had. And I think it's quite eye-opening, especially, and I'm not just saying this from the perspective of, of the listeners here, I'm actually saying it from our perspective. When we found out that you could end up charging four figures, again, step number one, bam, that was a big eye-opener for us both. But then from there, actually being able to do that with just one hour of input per week, that was a huge, huge thing. Like, that was... That was a paradigm shift in the way we we saw the entertainment business. And it's really bizarre to see that it's everyone. And, and again, I'm we're saying this from as if, like the perspective of we have been there and we have done this. We've been trapped in that hustle and it's not got us very far, if anywhere. But actually coming out of it, stepping out of it and looking back on it. We're not the only ones that are stuck in that in that rat race, actually just doing as many things like doing as many different shows as possible so that you can build up social proof so that you can actually do paid performances well the truth is you may as well just go and get the right kind of social proof by doing those performances anyway because then it's accurate social proof rather than this you you spent months doing these one-to-one virtual shows and now you're doing it for for corporate events and, and for big conferences and all of this stuff like the social proof from Aunt Doreen the the works at the local cafe on for your her one-on-one show is not going to be it, that's not going to be able to sell you to a massive multinational corporate event it, it's just not the same and exactly and the time that I even put into doing those shows as well like what I actually learned doing them all I learned was practicing tricks online in essence that was it because the performance skills are completely different when you're performing to a company which have a hundred people in their zoom call completely different to a one-on-one thing so there, there was nothing i really got out of it was there well, you say you say that i do think that the with that I, I, and i'm going to play a little devil's advocate here but if you hadn't have done all of that that hard work in terms of doing all of these free shows and stuff you wouldn't be as good of an online performer as you are now and we have we have to accept that we have to be aware of that we can't it's just true. be like oh you shouldn't hustle you shouldn't hustle you shouldn't hustle and in this case this is a very good example of where the hustle actually was beneficial however with that in mind if we'd have thought about this we could have probably been aware of this and as a result you could have lined up the the virtual testing or the virtual performances in a way that would have allowed you to get that done without having to grind to try and make ends meet or try and uh, and get some social pr- like you could have you could have made that entire process much much easier and again I'm, I'm we'll actually go into depth of, of this towards the back end of the episode and actually look at how this all ties together but um, I, ju- I just want to spend a minute and just talk you through something that really stood out to me we've been talking to a a bunch of people actually as we've been coaching consulting on some other performers work and things and for those that are really looking to to level up their game in magic in mentalism in their in their performance career as and actually either jump from hobbyist to semi-pro or from sort of semi-pro to full-time pro or or just pro to even busier even more well-renowned pro wherever you are in the spectrum we've spoke to people in a in this position 
and we've kind of put together a model which if you want to check out the show notes you'll be able to do that again just check the link in the in the description of this podcast you'll be able to go straight through to our website and actually see this model as a visual aid but there's two real big chunks there's the mindset stuff which luckily we talk about here on tsm like i can't go an episode without talking about it but there's a huge mindset chunks like we had this really big eye-opening moment when you was able to up your fee and then up your fee again and then up your fee again and then hit four figures and every time you'd get clients saying yes like that was huge that was that was immediately limiting beliefs right that was just destroying those you did nothing differently in terms of the way you structured your business like sure it, it's tweaked slightly but it, would you say that that was more of a, a mindset than a business oh 100% a hundred percent, and and this links into something which um, uh, I think you've got a very interesting thing about people running a hundred meter race in like a certain time, and they actually believe they couldn't run it in a certain time, and then when someone ran it quicker, everyone else did. I'd love you to talk about that in a second because I don't know the stats off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, a hundred percent. When I started believing in it, I was able to manifest it and bring it to life. And what did I change? Mm nothing I, I just put less time in and it wasn't i put less time in because i had money to spend on on other things like no i use the money to just spend on cool stuff uh, which i didn't really need <laughs> but that's another story for another time about finances but that was it like nothing changed it was just purely up in my head and when you have that realization that crikey everything i've learned about putting in hard work putting in and we're talking about hard work where it's like constant, go, 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 go. I've got to be in the office on the laptop like crazy hours a day to make the money. Like when you get that out of your head and think, actually, yeah, no, no there's more efficient, better ways of doing it. That's when it can unlock. But you've got to believe in it first, really. So tell me about your example here. Well, yeah. Uh, well, let's put it into a real life pr- example from somebody actually who took the 30 the day biohacking challenge on the subject of sleep uh, j- just last month. Mike was found himself at the start of the challenge. He was up late, like after everyone else had gone to bed and stuff, and family and friends, like because that was his opportunity to be creative and his opportunity to do the things in our entertainment business that we have to actually do, but we don't get the time to do because we're either working or there's other commitments and all of the distractions and everything. He actually found himself working really, really late in the evening, like early hours of the morning, just to get this stuff together. But he actually optimized his sleep in this case, and rather than crushing out however many hours of solid work every single day he was actually able to show up with more energy get more done in the day and as a result do all of the stuff that he'd be like dragging out for hours in the evening he'd just be able to do it during the day and actually get his good night's sleep back and be healthier and happier as a result of it but the example that you you was uh, referring to there i I think would be um actually known something known as the banister effect and that's Roger Bannister, for those who don't know, he was the first man to break the four-minute mile. But before he actually did it, nobody believed it was possible. It, it was impossible. People, In fact, people wouldn't even come close to that until he did it. And the, like the, within days, weeks of, of Roger Bannister actually running a mile in four minutes, everyone was running it in four minutes. It was a huge mindset uh, thing like oh it's impossible to run a four minute mile it's impossible you just can't do it it's not feasible oh wow someone can do it maybe i can do it 
and it just removes that category here. And actually, in the in the context of our entertainment business, play the thought experiment. What if you could only do one hour of input into your entertainment business? First of all, what would that change? How would you have to do things differently? Like, sure as heck, I... I for me, I'd have to get some decent systems in place to be able to take care of itself. I'd have to automate as much as I possibly could. I'd maybe have to get other people to do some other things. And, and again, one hour. What would that look like for you? What impact would that have? And now what if you was to put that one hour in? And on top of that, you would, regardless of whatever type of entertainment you're doing, you now charge four figures, just like Ashley did. Like, what would that change? Like, that's a really big Wow. But the truth is, like, actually sitting here telling you guys and telling me and, and telling everybody, that's totally doable. There's nothing different. There's nothing bizarre about it. It's just he just made that intentional decision and just chose to do that. And, and if you was to do the same or, or even just play with the rules of what it takes to, to be in business as an entertainer, like that's going to be such a big eye-opening thing because it's such a huge mindset. It's a it's a thing that we have to look at other people, and we've spoken about this extensively from the realms of how much to charge and uh, and all of these other elements. Like, what should you actually be doing? And and we all compare ourselves to other people, and that's that's human. That's just human. However, the beauty comes if you stop comparing yourself to other people and compare yourself to an absolute crazy idealistic dream for yourself. Hi guys, it's Ashley here. I just want to quickly interrupt this podcast just to say one little thing. If you do enjoy the podcast that we are currently putting out at The Successful Mentalist, uh, do us a favour and make sure to subscribe. It will honestly help us out, it will mean the world, it will help with our stats and rankings which mean that we're then shown to more magicians and mentalists around the world and we want to try and help as many people as possible with these podcasts. So honestly, if you could subscribe, it would mean the absolute world to us. Anyway... Back to the podcast. Yeah, it is that belief and, and the comparing is something which I think holds people back. I remember when I've just been, again, to bring it back to the, the, the coaching and consulting example, I've hopped on a course with a few entertainers and they said, oh, I charge £120, £190 for my wedding. After coming off the call, they've upped their fee ridiculously, like to top end three figures. And I've not really done much. I've just flick that switch in their brain and they've gone yeah no no no. I, I should stop paying attention to all of this other stuff because it's not relevant to me what's relevant to me is what i want what i need what suits me what suits my life and what suits the lifestyle i want to live and when that's the case brilliant now that's unlocked you can do whatever and i suppose this is a perfect example a uh, perfect time even to to now bring this round because i know there's going to be people watching and or listening even if you can watch you'd be a, a super cool weird vision if you can see a podcast but there's going to be people uh, listening to this adam who usually play these podcasts as they're working as they're grinding as they're hustling people are going to be there on their computers going through their mass emails and mailing lists like hopping between zoom calls and thinking Oh dear, oh dear, this is me. So where should someone start? They, they believe in the mindset stuff there and they're like, okay, this is belief, I've got to change that. And they're thinking, where do I go? Help me, boys. What am I doing? I, I can see the trap. I'm here. I'm sitting in my computer. I don't know what I'm doing. What, how do I get out of it? Where should they start? 
Well, yeah, I want to. I want to just speak to the to the rest of the model just beforehand, um, because like, as much as you guys are listening at this point, are probably uh, like you. Yeah, oh, hey, Aiden's here talking about mindset. He's the mindset guru of TSM. Yeah, of course he's going to talk to us about mindset and then move on conversation. I am fully aware that mindset is not the only thing holding you back. And it's the same with me. It's the same with Ashley. It's just part of the process. It's, it's just one heavy chunk. So if you feel right now like, like you're moving, except you're not achieving much or you're not going very far, and, or you, you feel like you're stuck, but you're stuck being busy, busy, being busy or hustling and you're, and you're stuck, it's chances are you're actually stuck between a, a mindset thing and actually the business technique. And that, that's like this second stuff. If you just imagine these as two blocks, you're like a cross in the middle of those blocks, actually in that gap. You're, you're there. The mindset is stopping you from, from moving forwards. Like the business technique is that you either don't know how to, to grow your business and you need to learn that, or you're not doing it or implementing it effectively, or you're perhaps spending too much time trying to fix the business technique to, when actually it's a mindset thing. And, and those are two real blocks that can just freeze us up. Now, this is actually quite a dangerous position because it can lead to two things. First of all, it can spiral you out of control downhill and, and you reach that level of burnout because you're always hustling, because you're always grinding, because you're and, and anybody who is naturally doing a lot within their entertainment business like we were. Burnout comes around and, it, and when it comes around, it, it's gone like we between us now. We have to be really careful over how much the other person is doing, how the how the other person is feeling on a day to day basis, because we've worked out that if either one of us, if we get burnout, Ashley, like we're, we're gone and we're not gone for like a, a couple of days while we recover. It's like a week, two weeks. It could be quite a long time. Yeah. I suppose the scientific uh, really words for that question, uh, Aidan, and the uh, the words for for what we experience there is uh, shit hits the fan <laughs> would be the scientific answer. Oh, yes. Yes, it most certainly does. And it splatters absolutely everywhere. Um, uh, anyway, moving, moving on. But that's one that's one problem. And that's one thing if we're stuck between actual these mindset shifts and these this effective business technique. Luckily, this is stuff that we can all train. Right. This is stuff that we're doing in Learn to Thrive. This is uh, like a coaching program. This is stuff that we're doing through the podcast. It's stuff that we're actually trying to help so that you can remove these blockages and actually keep moving forwards. But the other end of things, rather than just spiraling downwards into to burnout, you've actually got this, oh my gosh, you're thinking about so much. Oh my gosh, there's so much for you to do. You spiral upwards out of control. And actually you spiral upwards to the point of like, oh my gosh, I just don't know what I'm doing. And then you hit this analysis paralysis situation where you've got so much information, you don't know how to implement it or how to act on it. And you just freeze. Like you've got that fight, flight or freeze response. That's kind of what the other thing is. And that's this is kind of uh, like I call it the action delusion when you actually see the model in the in the show notes. But this is what hustle culture does. It sticks you in the middle of all of this. So everywhere you move, there's a barrier. Everywhere you move, there's a problem. But we can get out of that and we can get out of it easily. So the first thing, let's actually speak to that uh, sort of analysis paralysis level thing. Like, let's get rid of that as a, a problem because we want you to do stuff. We want you to keep moving forwards. We don't want you to put things on hold and wait two months before you get started or spend so much time obsessing over something that really doesn't matter like how fancy uh, your website looks or whether your new social media graphics are, are fancy or like that's irrelevant that's really not important 
But what's really important is knowing where the heck you're going, knowing where the heck you're going, right? And, and what we mean by that is literally having that vision and not just the vision of, oh, yes, I want to have 400 gigs this year at 12 million pounds and be minted. Like, <laughs> like sure, that would be great. Um, but, but the point is, like, actually having a clear vision that aligns with you personally and professionally. Like, that's a big step, right? That, that's That's something that for us, actually, like we weren't even aware that we could line things up this way for a long time. Yeah. And when you line it up, now you become clear. And it's not just like being clear of like, oh, I've got to be doing this. Like you're able to perfectly backtrack everything. Like if you've got a big, big vision where you want to end up like some crazy dream, like you want to do this, it might even be outside of magic, like some big old thing that you want to do. But you're able to think, okay, that's right up here what can I be doing today? And you backtrack everything to align to that. And there's going to be times when obviously you venture off course because life happens, interesting things happen. You go, oh, this is cool. <laughs> you kind of venture away. But but you're always kind of aiming for that thing. And it means that all of the other crap, the clutter that might come in, you don't have to worry about it. And you've immediately now cut down on loads and loads of work. I know for me, I'm, I'm no longer aiming at... Birthday parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, uh, funerals, I don't know, give me any other events, you know what I mean? Um, I'd say funerals because I know quite a few entertainers that, uh, that do funerals, funny enough, uh, wake magic. Weird um, people. Hey-ho, oh, yeah, uh, one weird. of them has a slogan to take this off topic, I thought it was funny, putting the fun in funerals. <laughs> nice little thing there. Um, but yeah, moving back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> moving back to, um, to the real world and serious stuff, like... Having that vision, like, even from that simplistic example, and I've kept this really simple for you guys, just in terms of magic gigs. Already I've cut down on so much clutter that would get in the way. I'm focusing super niche on one thing, so my attention is here. It's not everywhere. It's not on a million things. And this will happen with, obviously, the bigger tasks above and the, the micro tasks when you split those specific things down. But that that was really an unlocking factor for me. And that helped me save a lot of time, as well as some cool other things, which I'm sure you're going to touch on. Well, yeah, it, it really is the thing when actually we, we realise, and from like this is something that Rian Doris said here in an interview that's due to come out, uh, I believe, um, in a couple of weeks, actually, which is a really, really great uh, conversation. But he talks about productivity and the productivity, and like if you're being productive, but you don't have a vision or a direction for it, well, you're pointing your productivity at nothing. And most performers, they're pointing their productivity at nothing except a financial number that they've either plucked out of thin air or they've copied from somebody else or they've, well, they don't even have that. And when you line up your life vision, like what do you actually want your life to look like in three, five, ten years and get really clear on that, you can then work out how to build your entertainment business in a way that will let that happen, support that rather than just fund it and that's a really big thing and you're right from there you can start scaling it back and looking at all of your goals and, and all of this stuff to make sure you're moving in the right direction like is spending enough time now worrying about a color scheme on your website or the the, the text on your home page going to get you to that big lifestyle well probably not and it, it really is a good filtrational system for that but the other thing the other thing is actually taking the time off of things mm -hmm. right 
taking the time off and actually being able to say, okay, I'm going to stop worrying right now about XYZ. I'm, I'm going to stop putting time in trying to get this new piece of slave hand perfect or, or, or get this full new show written or or get this new business technique implemented or obsessed. Like make sure my Facebook ads are at like half a penny per thousand clicks or something stupid. Like being able to just sit back and, and accept that you are a person, you've got a life outside of magic. Take take DMC in his episode. Like he's, he spoke about that quite heavily in the fact that he's quite happy to be disconnected largely from the magic world and actually disconnected from magic completely for months on end because it isn't everything and i know for us as performers right now it's probably going to feel like it's everything but the truth is it's not maybe you could speak to that for a second ashley yeah and this is one of the things aiden which is particularly relevant for us because although i've cut down my entertainment career to like one hour a week like we both do a lot of other stuff outside of just performing gigs, don't we? We have a lot of fancy, cool ideas for the future which align with uh, our North Stars. We do a lot of things. We run TSM. We, we have other things outside of TSM which you guys probably don't even know of, which is really cool. So it's really important that we actually take the time out. And, and why? Well, there's one thing that, Aiden, you've already touched on. That's burnout. Because if you burn out and you hit that state, well then that's going to have a knock-on effect. You're you're not going to be able to really do anything productively, and you're going to be sat there thinking, oh, I need to do this, and you're trying to work through the burnout, which is going to be, and it's just going to be chaos. You're not going to get anything done, and then you're going to fall back into that trap of being busy, being busy. So actually taking the time out, and also, like, this has a huge benefit, like, we, we've spoken on creativity as well. Like, when you stop stressing and worrying and actually just put your mind to rest... Combinatory play, uh, which Einstein kind of just like, ping, that was there. That's going to help up creativity. You're going to have all of these new ideas. So in reality, now you're saving time because you're not going to be at your laptop thinking, hmm, what should I do? Hmm, important decision. Hmm, my marketing budget. Hmm, where do I put the marketing? Like these ideas are going to be working as you might be out on a walk and you might think, oh, I wasn't even thinking about work today, but, oh. That's my marketing plan sorted for the next six months. <laughs> Quickly jot that down. Now, now that is hassle-free because your brain's working in the background while you're not even aware of it. But yeah, this is a huge, huge point, actually taking the time for ourselves, and it is so important. Like, this is why we're doing, um, and the, to take this on a tangent, which is kind of relevant, this is why we're doing the biohacking challenge, isn't it? To really tell entertainers, look, you got to start caring about yourself. You want to be more productive. You want to be a better performer. If you want to book more gigs, you got to be able to think better. And that all starts, and even down to energy on stage, that all starts with looking after your health. Taking that time out, maybe an extra two hours, one hour, half hour, even 15 minutes a day just to focus on your health in that moment. To learn some new things that you can do throughout the day. Maybe to go on a little walk, because that is a huge unlocking thing. De-stressing, you live longer. De-stressing, you're more creative. De-stressing, you're not going to be sat there at your laptop going, Hurr! and that's just the stress part of it, which is what I feel when I'm working like on a million and one different projects. So it's really, really important. But also, the one last thing, and I want to summarise this with, with what I've really found, by forcing myself to take time off. By forcing myself to say, you know what, I know I'm enjoying this piece of work. You know what, I know I'm enjoying doing this, but it's time to put it on the back burner. It's time to relax, do something else, go on a walk, meditate, 
or just speak to my girlfriend or do something like that. And I feel happier. And when you feel happier, your mood's better. That, again, is not going to impact on your work when you're back in the office or back working on your entertainment industry because you're more happy, content in your life. And that's going to spread and infect everywhere else. I suppose infect's the wrong word over that. Um, but it's going to come and um, and actually benefit everything else. You're going to feel more happier in your entertainment career because you're going to be like, yeah, I'm living the life I want to live. And it all starts with just, just making sure that you allow time to actually spend doing things you want to do, taking the time off, so that you're not falling into that trap of just being busy, being busy. Being that guy who works from 9 in the morning till... 2am. Stop doing that. Take time. Yeah, I, th I think this is important. This is perhaps the most important. Uh, this is something that I'm actually running at personally right now um, on on levels that I've not I've not been openly public and shared with. Um, but one tiny part of the puzzle was that I, I made an inventory list of everything that I was doing. And I, I wrote down everything that I'm doing right now, every little task, every project, every ongoing thing that or project that's coming up and I wrote them all down and I'd stop myself at 43 because I knew there was so much more and I can't do 43 things at the top of my game I, I just I just cannot so I'm actually at the right now at the process I'm at the process of cutting a lot of that out and and building some other systems and some things which we'll definitely talk about now actually but actually being prepared to say no and getting familiar with saying no to the things that aren't lining in my direction like I've got a big clear vision. I've got a big clear direction. I know what I want my life and my business to be. But right now, my current lifestyle is not aligned to that. It's not helping me. Not it, like it's not helping me get more kicks being this busy all of the time. It's not helping me um, actually write a better show and improve my show. It, it's not doing any of that. It's taking my mind away from the things that matter the most. So actually, cutting that out is going to not only prevent you from sort of that burnout and that analysis paralysis that we've we've spoken about now. These are just the side effects of, of being in this position. Now, there are two other really big blocks in this model that we need to smash apart. And, and, and you're doing, like showing up and listening to this podcast is part of our overarching mission to actually help you with business mindset, performance and health. That is what we are, are building at TSM. Our mission is to improve your quality of life. So the second real part of this model in particular is actually removing those mindset blockages and removing those uh, those difficulties within business. Well, we spoke earlier about actually the mindset blockages in terms of just realising that anything that you want is more than likely possible. So if you only want to work one hour per week on your entertainment business, it's definitely possible. You just have to make sure that everything else comes in place and and we spoke about systems actually and perhaps this is something we can just have a have a, a brief conversation on now because this is a really profound technique that, that we're going to bring up time and time again maybe we'll do a full episode on this at some point but systems how do we use that and why should why should we actually care about systems yeah this is this is really useful and there's a reason why big companies have tick sheets have targets, have specific things, the standard operating procedures for their tasks, because it works. Because it works. So why not adopt that and start using that in our entertainment businesses? Well, that's exactly what I've done. That's exactly what we're doing at TSM. <laughs> I'm sure, Aiden, you're doing it in other areas with your other businesses which you've got going on because it is so useful. Systems. Writing down everything 
i.e. How do you prospect for uh, a gig? Going through the entire process, making it crystal clear, super simple so that a child could understand it. Someone of 14 could look at that and go, wow, I know how to prospect and get actually a thousand pound gig. IE systems, how to produce a YouTube video, going down to the specific details, including all the specific details, the editing, the color coding, how to chop, breaking it down so that a 14 year old child could understand it. For example, in TSM, how to generate podcast ideas and record a podcast and then edit and upload, breaking it down so that 14-year-old could really understand it. Two benefits here. If you do that, you can now create like a little systems folder, which we do. I've, I've kind of taken this a little bit further than I thought I was going to explain. Um, insight into our life. Create a little systems folder with all of your different things that you do. And the huge benefit of that is, oh, I've got to make a YouTube video today. How do I do that? Oh, I've got a prospect and, and book a gig today. How do I do that? Oh, I've got to follow up with clients today to try and get two more gigs out of them. How do I do that? Let's open the document and read through. This is exactly how I do it. That way you're not going to be forgetting important factors, which we do. It's life. We're human. But it's reducing that cognitive load. Reducing that cognitive load, you're not going to be like trying to remember and store all of this vast information about your business, which is going to be so helpful for you. You're like, there's less decisions throughout your day. It's just becoming easier. But also what I've done, well, I've, I've outsourced it now. I've outsourced it to other people so that they can, they can now do the work for me, which is so much easier. And it's clear, it's concise, and they know exactly what they're doing. It's, again, really fantastic. And regardless, uh, and this is what I particularly love, regardless of where you are in your your entertainment career, if you feel or you notice yourself doing a lot of work and you find yourself being incredibly busy, all of this stuff applies, whether you are already a full-time pro or you're just starting out. And actually, if you are just starting out, really lean into this stuff that we've shared here so that you don't have to go and do all of the hustle and then undo all of that work and all of those limiting beliefs that you'll have built up to then reorient yourself if you can focus now on making sure that your career is going in the right way it's perfect and hey with the world for the most part starting to open up again and and go back to this level of new normal now is the perfect time to reshape your entire entertainment business for the life that you really really want so again, I, I think that's been a, a, a quite a big, heavy information dump of different ideas and different strings and paths for people to take. If you really want to dive a little bit deeper on all of this stuff, please do check out the actual, the actual show notes. You'll be able to see all of this in sort of like a, a graph visual format so you can actually have a look there. But with that said, I, I, Ashley, is there any final words before we, uh, before we say goodbye to the wonderful people from inside their heads? Yeah, all I would say is that, Aiden, if people are listening right now and they genuinely need help with this and help to go beyond massively, then we still have a few days left on applications for our elite coaching course, Learn to Thrive. It's a big course covering the 11 elements you need for a thriving entertainment career. Of course, we cover mindset, business, performance skills, health, and so much more in specific details. It's fantastic, but Aiden. Can you tell us just a few little bits more about it and where can people find it and sign up? 
honestly, it's perhaps our, our it's our heart and soul work. Really, it, it's so important, and because we know how profound this is, we've been running the beta testers uh, actually through this program, and we've been doing that since literally since January. And to see such radical transformations just over the course of this seven weeks is insane. Our mission was quite simply to decode what it takes for a full thriving entertainment career that can take sometimes decades, crunch that all the way down into just seven weeks. The course isn't easy, the course is fun, it is exciting, uh, and you'll be able to work with us literally one-on-one to make sure that you get from wherever you are right now to a full thriving entertainment career in seven weeks or maybe even less. But if you want to find out more about this, head over to thriveinmagic.com and you'll be able to pop an application in. Uh, again, provided we've actually still got some spaces, but head over to thriveinmagic.com or if you if you just want to go straight to our website, thesuccessfulmentalist.com, it'll all be navigated and pointed through there. There we go. So with that said... Best of luck. Thank you so much for watching today, guys. And we'll see you soon for another episode of the Successful Mentalist podcast. Hey, it's Aidan here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz, and we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum and we'll send you all of the details.